Dress Velez here. I have so many fun, wonderful friends that I want to get on the show. And a lot of them either don't have ghost stories or they just don't believe in ghosts, but I still want them on. So I got to figure out a way to do that. And today I have on my friend Laganja Estranja, who is just an icon of both the cannabis industry and drag as a whole and she's an incredible performer and I am such a fan and honored to call her a friend and she's sort of a skeptic I mean we we get into it in the interview but from what she had told me for the past few months that I've been trying to get her on she's telling me you know she's a skeptic and but it turns out you know she's one of those people that like a lot of my friends believe loved ones of that of theirs that believe in this stuff so i think that's a tricky situation to be in but you know we had on for example selene luna another friend of mine who is a a skeptic of that stuff but she still had stories and she still was like a wonderful guest so don't worry we have a blast with this interview and it's not really that much of an interview in fact we're going to be reading stories that you sent us so maybe you'll hear your story let's go on with the show you guys today i am joined by a dear friend and um our first ever skeptic so we're gonna see how this goes you know her from rupaul's drag race season six and uh she's also on the current season of so you think you can dance ladies and gentlemen laganja astranja yes god (laughs) i felt like i should do that in my ghost voice that is the evp from the (laughs) other side it's gay smr you know what i mean (laughs) yes god oh Welcome to Ghosted, starring the sickening skeptic, Laganja Astranja. That's a, how you should have done it, really. I'm sorry. <laughs> there should, you just take over the show for me. <laughs> there um, there actually was internet uh, controversy that you invented, a and that Cardi B didn't, or what was that? Look at you up on pop culture, Miss Roz. Uh, wow. I'm, just, first off, I must say, you look... So stunning. I cannot believe you are in drag at 4.30 on this good afternoon. For this. Oh, my God. Isn't the it a wig shame line. that nobody can see it? It's insane. The wig line is giving RuPaul the shivers. Wow. You're just looking stunning for everyone Thank who can't you. see here. She's got on a beautiful vintage uh, gown that's beaded from head to toe. Her kitten heels are maybe a good four inches. Yeah. and. Her- <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no, she's got on a six-inch pump. She's looking good. Thank you. And it's so weird that you just wore that potato sack. You know, I just, I wanted to get in the whole vibe of like Ross. You know, I was like feeling very that. So I just wanted to just get rid of everything, strip me down so we could really start anew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. What's going on with So You Think You Can Dance? You're on it? You're right. I am on So You Think You Can Dance. But you I, don't go by your drag name, right? I don't. So last year, I made it to top 30 as Miss Laganja, or actually as Miss Astranja, because I did not bring on the whole 
ganja aspect onto Fox Network. Um, but this year I went back as myself as Jay. And uh, actually tonight's, tonight's episode is the Academy Week. Oh, exciting. So we'll see if I make it. Yay. Uh, speaking of the ganja, ganja, you are the weed queen. You know, I am known as the sativa diva, the pot princess. Um, you know, I, I go by several names, la marijuana for my, you know, international speakers. Um, but yes, I, I am known for, you know, cannabis consumption. I'm also known, I hope, for cannabis education. You've been on high times. I have been on high times. I was the cover of Dope Magazine being the first and so far, unfortunately, only LGBTQAI plus person to be on the cover of a cannabis magazine. So I've definitely been making my way in that industry, but I am so excited because I finally launched uh, a product of my own uh, with Fruit Slabs, which is an all-organic, vegan, gluten-free, and kosher certified fruit leather. Hashtag not a gummy. A fruit leather. Yes. Yeah, so if you've ever been to like Whole Foods or any good grocery store that's bougie, you've seen like fruit leathers. Like they're like fruit roll-ups. I but didn't they're know they the, called it that. They're, fruit leather. They call them fruit leathers. But these oh. are called fruit slabs. See, I'm, I'm a fruit leather daddy. Oh, well, I'm sure you are. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so we released a flavor for Pride, uh, which is the Pride Passion. It's passion fruit with a little lemon-lime twist. Where do people get it? They can get it at dispensaries here in Los Angeles, in San Diego, and San Francisco. If you want the full list of the exact dispensaries, you can just go to fruitslabs.com and check out where we're available. Amazing. I love that for you. Yes. You're going to have to try them. I don't do... I don't smoke weed. or You don't have to smoke weed. It's an edible. You just well, eat it. I don't it. do THC. It's only 10 milligrams. It's for the can of curious. It's a very light dose. But you know another thing with it is that it makes me paranoid. And it makes me think uh, that there's ghosts everywhere. I was about to say, you paranoid. Don't you do that for a living? I'm terrified at all times. <laughs> so imagine me with a fruit leather in my mouth that's making me think that there's I think it might help everywhere. you relax. So you don't get, you don't ever get scared when you're high? I don't know. I, I, I have been medicating now for many, many years. Uh, and for me, it is just that. It's medicine. It calms me down. It helps me focus. It helped me show up on time today. Uh, you know, it's just my go-go juice. So I know. You're so different than me with that. Yeah. Every, everyone has their own, you know, vice. Some people it's cigarettes. Some people it's yoga. For me, it's the ganja. For me, it's so crazy because it's exercise and eating well and um, buying expensive clothing. And I'm just kidding. I don't do anything. I was about to say, girl, what, <laughs> what who are you talking about? <laughs> um, Laganjo, we also uh, went on a really fun tour that we've talked about many times on the show because we've had Kim Chi on here. We've had Peaches on here. So we've talked about. Oh, so mean basically, gays. I'm last. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, I haven't had Willem. Best yet. for last? or Well, you're the one person I know that doesn't believe in ghosts. Okay, look, it's not that I don't believe in them. Here, this is how I'll put it. put it. I believe that if you believe in ghosts, then it's real. So it's just like religion. If you believe in Christianity, then it works because there's a common collective thought and a group of people believing in one thing, putting their energy into it. And so I really believe Christianity for people who believe in that. It works. So I think the same thing with ghosts. If you believe in ghosts, if you invite them into your lives, if you allow the spirit realm to enter your realm, then it's very real. So I choose to not believe it's real because I don't want ghosts in my life. Ghosts scare the hell out of me but as a fan of horror genre. Um, I, I see ghosts as something that is scary. And so I like to not invite that in my life. But also, isn't that kind of you admitting that you believe in them? That's what I'm saying. It's not that I don't believe in them. I just 
don't allow them to enter my space or or do anything. I'm very scared of ghosts. Oh my god, are you kidding? I don't want to. I I just can't imagine. I mean, I really I only have one real ghost story that I truly believe in, um, and it's of course not even my own. I really haven't had any experiences, thank God. Because honey, if the cabinet doors open or I hear a creak at night and my dog starts barking, uh, uh-uh, no, ma'am. Well, well, I want to hear your ghost story that you believe in in a moment. But the reason that I'm bringing this up is because I've told you of experiences that I've had. And you're over here thinking. You, I literally was telling you about this, the David Omen house, which is um, something we've talked about on the show at this haunted house that I've been to. And you're like, girl, because I told him, I told him that. I heard people, you know, they did a seance and they said, you know, if there's someone here, knock on the the wall twice. I hear a knock and you're like, girl, you know, there's somebody in the other room knocking and there's someone pulling the strings and that's all fake. Well, that's just because I don't believe you. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. No, no. I mean, I think something like that where it is a house and it is set up for people to come and have a ghost experience. It is hard for me to believe that there isn't some sort of production around that. I mean, I live in Hollywood. I've been out here for 13 years. I I just am used to people producing things to get a certain reaction, mm-hmm. i.e. me on Drag Race, no shade. <laughs> um, so for me, you know, when you told me that story, that I think that's probably where I was coming from, is just believing that, that in that specific space where it's been set up for people to have those experiences, I find it hard to believe that it would happen every time, you need guaranteed. To come with me. Well, and I told you, take me. I want to go. Okay. And you can experience for yourself. Yeah, but then once this ghost stuff starts happening to me, you're screwed. I'm just letting you know. Well, I tried to get you to come with me ghost hunting. That's true. You did. But I had my dog. I know. When we were in Boise a couple weeks back. Doing mean gays. Yes. Doing mean gays. So many people told me, you got to go to the Idaho State Penitentiary. I got it. I set it all up. And I was game. And you were game. And you really were. But they wouldn't let you uh, take your puppy, your adorable little dabbers. That's right. Um, so we couldn't go. But you, you went. couldn't go. And so I went with my suitcase. That's and right. Then I you met went without you. me. <laughs> I went without you because I'm like, bitch. And I went with my with my suitcase. And then I met you at the airport after. But Oh, I thought when you said suitcase, like you like took your special ghost equipment yeah. and like set up something. No, no, no. You mean your drag. No, my literal. <laughs> <laughs> you mean your drag. Yeah. And then, um, you know. And then we spent the whole day in the airport. Uh, So, okay. Let's hear your ghost story that you've heard secondhand and you believe it. I'm excited to tell this one because I truly think this story is so scary. And if this ever happened to me, I would just be, I would be beside myself. Before you tell it Uh in true Laganja fashion, Uh can I get a let's get spookening? Come on, ghosted. Let's get spookening. Oh, Now, if you don't put that in the tagline of every episode, I mean, honey, that's y'all's loss. Just saying. I know. I charge do... people a lot of money for something like that. Honey. Oh, my God. I'm going to get a bill from Cameo. <laughs> All right. OK, so my sister used to live in this apartment in Oak Cliff, Texas. Uh, we were born and raised in Carrollton, Texas. But, um, you know, her, her path took her to Oak Cliff and she was living in an old apartment complex um, that was on the second floor. And at the time, her dog, Charlie, lived with her, who's a little chihuahua. And the dog, um, you know, definitely had strange behavior. It would look up at corners and bark and it definitely would get perturbed at certain times of the day, specifically every time of a day 
for many days. Um, so she was aware that there was some sort of paranormal activity in there, or at least she believed that because of her dog's behavior. Um, but it didn't start getting, ooh, I'm getting the chills just telling it. It didn't start really getting crazy until the ghost um, started like physically manifesting itself. <gasps> um, and so she referred to it as a water ghost. I don't know much about them. I haven't done my research. But basically the ghost was using water in which to make its presence known. So like literally I'm getting chills as I'm telling this. The craziest thing that ever happened was one day she came home from her job and the dog was going crazy, of course. And all of the ashtrays, because my sister is a pothead as well, all of the ashtrays in the house were filled with water. Weird. No one was there. No leak in the ceiling. No leaks and just in the ashtrays all fill. All filled. And then like one time her washing machine just like crazy exploded and the water all came out and overflowed. Same thing happened in the bathtub. Like I said, there was a lot of weird water activity. But I think the craziest one was that ashtray because how do you explain that? I mean, for real. Sure, the washing machine, there could have been something messed up. Sure, the tub could have come on, I guess, by itself. I don't know. But the water in the ashtrays, that's really something you can't explain. That's very So strange. that's why I've always believed her um, because I don't think a, that's something you could make up. I mean, if you did, you're really creative and you should be like a storyteller on movies. Uh, and B, my sister has no reason to lie to me. There, there's no reason to like, you know what I mean? And yeah. so obviously she moved out of there very quickly after all of those incidents happened. Uh, and luckily she's never had anything happen since. But uh, it's just something that stuck with me for a long time because it is so... Like I said, it's so unexplainable. There's no way that, you know, water would appear in ashtrays perfectly around the house. Like, that's weird. Spooky. Very. Well, and that's especially, like, as a pothead, I'm sure you're yeah. like, now you're on my turf. <laughs> right. It's like, oh, my gosh, I'm not allowed to smoke in here. We got to go. That's yeah. not going to work. <laughs> that's not going to work. <laughs> okay. Well, I thought it would be fun to... Was that a good story? I think it's really good. I've never See? heard that. I've honestly look never... Look at that. I've never heard anything like now that. Now you gotta go look up water ghosts. Apparently it's a thing. Yeah, I... I yeah. See? Sure. Look at bringing new things as a skeptic to your show. Get into it. I know. You're not as bad of a guest as I thought. I should have had you on earlier. <laughs> Okay, let's do an episode where we read some ghost stories. Okay. People send me ghost stories nonstop, and I love it. I can never get enough of them. And I just thought, you know, maybe we should read them. And, you know, you can offer your drag queen commentary. Okay. And I... We can just talk about it, and maybe you'll have an explanation, or, or maybe or a an, counterpoint. Yeah, an alternate uh, explanation, or or maybe you, we can t turn you into a full fledged believer. Okay, that's kind of more my goal today. Okay, I'm into this. So I'll just have to pretend it's not coming from you, because like I said, if it comes from you, I don't believe it. So <laughs> we're screwed. Well, there. this one right here did not come from me. Okay, it came from Roxy Am, which is her name um, on this. Apple Podcast review, which there's many ways you can send me stories, but first we're going to start with some Apple Podcast ones because that's one of my favorite ways that you can send me a story in a five-star review because it always helps the show and stuff. But okay, <clears throat> Roxy M. So she says, for my ghost story, I'll share my most freaky experience. Ooh, get your freak on. <laughs> I had a run-in with a self-made Ouija board as a teen. A self-made one? Have you ever done a Ouija board? I don't know. I just heard weed and I got so distracted. <laughs> what? 
Ouija. Ouija. Okay, Ouija. yeah. Actually, I did play with that as a kid, and I don't do that no more. You see, because that invites the spirits. You are a. You you lied to me, and you told me that you didn't believe in ghosts. I don't. You believe in them. <laughs> it invites the spirits. Okay, so uh, she did a, a, a self-made Ouija board as a teen, and she says in parentheses, and not the best idea in retrospect. And, you know, other various happenings, but the one that sticks out in my uh, mind the most involves one of my children's Fisher-Price toys. In our previous rental home in the Pacific Northwest, we had suspicious activity that seemed paranormal. My kids saw shadow people. One was panicked after hearing breathing right next to her during quiet reading time alone in her room. Uh, How's the book? Is it good? What are you reading? Junie B. Jones? And then my mother-in-law came to visit. She's talked about being somewhat sensitive and was scared because she said she felt a presence without us mentioning anything and did a trick to see if a nickel would be moved in her guest room while she was out in the living room. Guess what? It did. See, that that ghost was there for the coins, mama. Well, maybe so. Or is there other family members involved? Is that what's happening here? What do you mean? Well, I was thinking maybe somebody else moved the coin to scare her. I don't know. She seemed to be on this journey on her own, the grandmother, because okay. they didn't tell her. She just had this sense. Oh, okay. So okay. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. So while I'm open to the paranormal, I was basically like, uh-huh, okay. And then I took our youngest into our bedroom the same day to nap and ha- half fell asleep with her. Then I woke up suddenly and looked straight at a toy lamp, a laugh and learn lamp, sitting near me on top of a bin of clean clothes. It lit up and said, hello, and turned back off. It was terrifying. P.S. Hello is one of the things it can say, but its light switch has to be switched up manually. The energy I felt was so scary. I wasn't questioning there being a presence after that, and I threw that lamp away. It seemed like it was being used as a means of communication. Heebie-jeebies! Since we've moved houses, we haven't had any other issues like that. I'd love to hear from other renters of that house if they had similar experiences. I couldn't find any negative history on the address from my online searching. Hmm. So a children's toy. Sounds like Toys R Us got her real good. (laughs) Faulty toy. I'm going to say faulty toy. Is that what you think? Yeah, if it already said hello, I mean, I just think that, you know, maybe the batteries were were dying and so it was like giving one last goodbye before the battery died or I don't know. I just see that's what I mean. I I think a lot of it could be in her mind is all I'm saying. Maybe she invited that. Uh, and like I said, the toy was just dying. But because she'd already felt this other energy from something else, like she read into the toy too much. Next, you're going to tell me that Toy Story is not real. Well. Or Chucky. <laughs> God, you're no fun. Okay, let's move on to another one. This one is coming from Kaylee Cake on Apple podcast uh, five-star reviews. She says, I love the show so much, Roz. Listen to this part. I started listening to you after I went to the Mean Gay show at the Egyptian Theater in Boise. Thank you for that shout out, Peaches. And she says, 
that is haunted by the old projectionist. Ooh. See, I knew all old theaters are haunted. So uh, we didn't really have much time, like downtime to like, you know. Explore. I know. I wanted to ask somebody that worked there. Like, It so, was a beautiful theater, but it felt like it had been redone. So it I was, bet the ghosts are mad. Oh, I know. It was so clean and nice in there, but it was like very old. Okay. <clears throat> I've lived in Boise my whole life, and many family members, friends, and strangers have all had at least one story from, be- from being here in Idaho. My family was raised Catholic. They never went to Mass, but just got sent to Catholic school my whole life. So we are very open to family members still looking over us, and all of us, because of our openness, have had experiences. My sister- See, she said it right there. Because of our openness, yeah, we've all had experiences. You that's do. True. You see? So that's what I'm saying. I'm just closed. not open. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm, I mean, that makes sense. You're open. I know. Very. Yeah. Well, it's like <laughs> I am, but I'm not. But- I get that. Like, I, I think it's like that with dating, too, and, like, lots of things in life. Well, like, nothing's scarier than dating, so there you go. <laughs> but, like, if you're open to dating, like, I think that you can attract more that way rather than— Is that my problem? You're not open to it? No, my legs are open, but the dating part, <laughs> I just—I don't know. Up! I'm not getting there. <laughs> okay. Let's get back to this Idaho story. These are the drag, drag commentary you're looking drag for, commentary. right? Okay. So, um, my sister getting tickled in a room all by herself. Coochie, coochie, coochie. Ooh, that's rough. I would hate that. I know. A mysterious woman who looked exactly like our mom, but wasn't. Oh, she's coming for that mom gig. Oh, I felt that one. Uh, this woman walking through our house, my sister being physically pushed out of our grandparents' garage because she didn't say hi to the ghost when she entered. Oh, those ghosts are like, bitch, you better say hi. If you're okay. Come up in here. But here is mine. We have an 80-year-old cabin on a lake in North Idaho. I'm terrified. I'm supposed to say I'm already scared. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Uh, It was where many a party, laughs, fights, and love happened, and still does. My my, My first experience was when I was walking past what was my grandpa's old room. All my grandparents had passed at least five years before. When I heard him call out to my mom. So I asked her if she heard anything, and she said no. And I asked if anyone was staying at the cousin's cabin right next door. And she said no. We are the only ones up here. I wasn't scared, so I started bawling my eyes out as one does who's been visited by a loved one. Anyways, three years pass, and I'm taking my boyfriend up there for the first time. It's June, which is super cold up there, so again, it is just us on the whole six mile of beach uh, surrounding us. My boyfriend is getting ready for bed when I had fallen asleep on the couch, and he swears he heard something open the kitchen door, which is heavy and makes a noise opening and closing. And he heard a female voice say my name. He ran out, saw nothing there, and woke me up, and I brushed it off because I knew it was just family. Side note, my boyfriend's old house in Oxnard was haunted by a demon if you want some really fun stories. <laughs> Which, <laughs> P.S. This couple is a trip. P.S. I This is like maybe the third at least person that has told me about demons in Oxnard, California. Like, I've had met multiple. Let's go. Maybe it's There's the, our next podcast. I mean, it could be like all the same house and it's the same person trying to contact me about these demons there. Or there's just a lot of demons in Oxnard. But speaking of demons in Oxnard, I will be hosting the <laughs> Ross Matthews Bubbly Brunch that will be coming to Oxnard. So if you want to see this demon in action, uh, we will be doing that in August. 
All right. And then she, I love her. She's so me because she goes, uh, after telling the story about her boyfriend and the demon, she goes, back to me. <laughs> we had for bed and get all cuddled up under the sheets. Okay, I'm getting turned on. In my grandpa's old room. Well, now even no, more no. turned on. <laughs> uh, same one from before. We are laying there in complete blackness when I smell a ciggy and I flip over to my boyfriend and say, hey, don't do that in here. And he said, I'm not, but I smell it too. <gasps> Just then, we both started to listen carefully and we heard chatter that sounded happy, like it was uh, muffled, but maybe coming from the front of the house. I looked at my boyfriend and say, oh, they're just still partying from their lives here. No worries. And about three minutes later, it faded away, but the cig smoke didn't. Anyways, I fell asleep and my past family remains at the cabin to drink, smoke and relive their summer at the cabins always. Sorry if this took long. I hope it made sense. Thank you for doing uh, what you do. And uh, Oh, she's giving me all these nice compliments. She says, thank you for doing what you do and being a voice to all those who love ghosts, but not in a douchey way. <laughs> Please come back to Boise soon. Also, I noticed you went to the old penitentiary. Did anything happen? Thank you again. Sincerely, Kaylee. Oh, I will say not much happened when I went to the penitentiary. Just like feelings and stuff. And I was trying to like get a little bit of, I mean, if I was with you, like, but be, uh, since I was alone, I was like too scared. Not trying to get fully in depth. No, no, right. no, no. And plus I would I was be on fun. A... I would, I would be hilarious. I think I to take on one of these excursions. That I really think we're going to have to do that. We're going to do it and we're yeah. going to film it and we're going to put it up. Someplace. Let's do it. Okay. Let's listen to more stories. So d- so wait, the scariest thing was happening is she said some cig smoke. Well, and she heard the laughing and then and then what about her boyfriend's experience? He heard um someone call her name. Yeah. Well, he was on Ambien probably. <laughs> and then for her, that... I'm going to say light some incense, girl. That smell is gross. <laughs> okay, here's one from Haley PM. And she says um, well, it starts out with a, re- a review of the show. She says, if you read if you read scary stories to tell in the dark as a kid and you like people with electric personalities, you will love this podcast. You sure love to toot that horn. <laughs> she says, I always say, Evie, please, out loud with Roz, and it makes me LOL. So here's a story for you, Roz and Laganja. Oh, okay. (laughs) About two years ago, I took a haunted walking tour in New Orleans. We had been drinking before the tour started, Uh but I was still very much coherent, engaged, and even asking questions during the tour. Sure you were, sweetie. Towards the end of the tour, I started feeling dizzy, and I actually had to sit down on a sidewalk in New Orleans. Gross. So (laughs) clearly I was unwell. I always just thought I had alcohol alcohol poisoning but in the Katrina Weidman episode of Ghosted you were talking about Roz's friend who was Meg Malloy um, who also got sick when she was in front of the LaLaurie mansion in New Orleans I'm not 100% sure but I'm pretty sure we were in front of the LaLaurie mansion when I initially started feeling woozy so here's my new theory I wasn't sick from too many shots of Jägermeister I got ghosted all right, here's one that is more serious um, from Eric. And, um, is this a scary one? I want to get really scared. I want to get the shivers over here. I think this one's scary. Oh, no. Okay, well, I, I pulled this one because um, literally I talked... Well, 
I mean, you were there when I was when before we did our show in Idaho. I checked all these messages and I saw so many about Idaho State Penitentiary. You gotta go. You gotta go. So. Um, Wow, so many of our listeners have been there or know about it and all this stuff. And so since talking about it on the show, I've gotten a lot of people writing me about it and their experiences there. So this story is about somebody that actually went there and we can actually live vicariously through them. Let me have it. This is from Eric. He put it in our Facebook group, which is Ghosted by Roz Dressvilles. Please join and share your stories. All right, Eric says, I was listening to the podcast when you were talking about the Idaho State Penitentiary. This all connected the dots with my experience there. Oh, because I told him about how I went to one of the really spooky places and I felt really creeped out. I'm so I know, sweetie. I listened to your show. Oh, that's right. You do listen to my show. Thanks for the spark notes, but I'm actually tuned in to Ghost It every week. How dare you? Oh, thank you. So I'm somewhat reluctant sharing this story because I don't want to sound like a crazy person. Here it goes, though. I went on tour there a few years ago with a girl I was seeing at the time. It was in September and raining. Cue the horror music, is what he says. Oh, I like it. Before we went, I hadn't heard that the pen was haunted, but figured that it was pretty old, so it probably was. We went on a guided tour, and there were about 10 other people on the tour. I didn't go on the tour seeking anything or hoping that anything would happen. I've had weird stuff happen to me before, but I definitely don't go seeking it. During the tour, we went to a number of buildings, talked about the old gallows and such. It was really cool. At solitary confinement, I remember feeling a little creeped out, but nothing too crazy. Then we got to cell block four. It was the older cell block that was condemned. After the tour guides explained the history of the area, we were allowed to go to the second tier and look at the cells. The girl and I went all the way to the last cell. I remember getting a little dizzy and felt sick to my stomach. My vision was blurry. I had to lay my head against the fence just to stay upright. I told her, we need to go find a bathroom. I don't feel very good. As soon as we walked out of the barred barred off area at the other end of the tier, I felt completely fine. It was so weird, but it got stranger. We finally got to cell block five the de- and death row. The group got into the death row area, and I leaned up against one of the cells. The tour guides started to talk about the history of the gallows, which were through a big metal door, and other historical stuff. To be honest, I don't really remember what they said or what it was about. I don't really know if I heard what they were saying either. The reason being because as soon as they started talking, I felt my throat closing as if I was being choked. Well, you might like this. This is crazy. It didn't feel like hands around my throat, but like a slow crushing sensation. I tried to swallow multiple times. That's what he said. Yeah, that's your hell. As soon as we stepped out of death row, the feeling was gone. I told her what happened. After the tour was over, her and I went back to death row. I didn't feel the choking again, but I did feel a great deal of uneasiness. As you shared, there was only one inmate that was hung there. Raymond Snowden, Idaho's Jack the Ripper. Can I say what happened there was paranormal? I don't know, but it was very strange. (laughs) 
It is strange. I don't have an explanation for this one. That one's weird for sure. Yeah. A closing of the throat. I mean, the only thing that would be is like if he had a food allergen. Right. And like forgot that he ate something or I don't know. That one's not explainable. It's weird. Very scary. Yeah. I don't see. That's what I don't like. I don't like anything like that. I think if I ever have a ghost experience, I hope that it'll be one of like, you know, a nice ghost. Something good. Like I, I would actually love to see a ghost. I think that that would be. Such an amazing experience. Well, then open yourself up to it. No, no, because see, when you open up, you get the good and the bad. Because just like anything in life, right? When you open yourself up to it, you're not always going to get the good. So that's why I just stay close to it because I don't feel that it's something I want to really experience. I actually just thought of another story that came to my mind. It was my music teacher growing up um, in his old house. He used to say that he had a ghost, but he said that like she was friendly and that it was like the house ghost and that he didn't mind her. So see something like that I would be comfortable with. But like all this throat closing or if the sheets get pulled off of Uh, you in the night and all that, I just, I don't know, girl. I can't deal with it. It's the ghosts that don't know boundaries. Yeah. But also I feel like. The people too. Well, yeah, no. So that's what I'm saying. I feel like we all know those people in real life that don't know boundaries. So when they die, they become these ghosts that don't know boundaries. True. You know. It's probably true. Exactly. They don't know how to stay out of people's space. Yeah. I just want to come back as a beautiful dancing ghost. Just make people happy. What would you wear? As a ghost? I don't know. Something translucent, right? Isn't that what ghosts are supposed to wear? Like something very chiffony and nude colored and You'd beautiful. probably do a reveal. Like Naturally. you'd probably rip, whip it off and have one of those little <laughs> dental floss outfits that you wear. Trust barely me, covering my anything. dancing ghost company one day is going to be stunning. <laughs> okay, let's read one more. This one's a little bit I long. thought we were going to do voices too. I want to hear voices. I'll, oh yeah, you'll hear those next. Okay. Okay, this one's from... Chandra. I think it's Chandra. It's C-H-A-N-D-R-A. Chandra? It's actually pronounced Chandra. Chandra. Uh, She also put this one in the Facebook group. Okay, here's my ghost story. I'm not sure if it'll get read since you've already talked about the Stanley Hotel, but uh, I'll give it a shot because I love this show so much. Oh, thanks, Chandra. Um, The Stanley Hotel, in case you don't know, is the hotel that inspired Stephen King to write The Shining. A few years ago, my sister and I went on a haunted road trip. Fun. That does sound fun. We stopped at the Winchester Mystery House in San Jose. <gasps> I want to go. I know, so me bad. too. Let's go on a haunted road trip. Oh my god, can we please go actually to that house? That sounds yeah. No, like let's let that's the thing that we'll totally. do. Totally. We I've should go always up there. To go. We should go do shows up north and we'll go up there. Okay. I'm said, I'm for real. Like, let's make that happen. Okay, down. I've always wanted to see that house. Okay, keep going. Sorry. Uh, the Washoe Club in Virginia City, and of course the Stone, the Stanley Hotel in Estes Park, Colorado. I can never say is it Estes. I think so. Yeah. I I remember I when we talked about it on the show, I called it Emilio Estevez Park because <laughs> I don't know how to say it, and it's not the um the Shining, it's the Sheening. Oh, okay. The Sheening, um, Haney. In um Estes Park. Colorado. As soon as we got to the Stanley, we went to book our seats on the ghost tour, but when we got to the office, they were all sold out. We were so bummed, but we instead planned on waiting till midnight and wandering around the hotel ourselves just in case we could find something. While checking out the lobby, we were stopped by a security guard who had immediately, immediately figured out that what we were doing. We thought we were going to get in trouble, but instead he offered us our own private tour. Oh, cool. Once we made sure we were safe, because the guy was two times our size and we could have e- he could have easily hidden our bodies where no one could find them, we ventured off. 
We got to see so many haunted spots, but my personal favorite was the infamous carriage house. The carriage house was located a few yards away from the property, and as we were walking up, we noticed that the door was wide open. Our security tour guide motioned for us to stay behind him, and he yelled out, Is anyone there? I listened and heard two people having a conversation inside fighting. I started getting really scared because I had no idea what we were going to walk in on. But when we went through the doorway, there wasn't anyone there. I recorded the whole night, and while I got some weird stuff, the conversation didn't show up on the tape recorder, which is weird because I remember I could hear it so loud that night. Crazy! Mm. Faulty recorder or special ghost powers? Ghosts. One or the other, right? It's always ghosts. That's the, always it? the explanation. Well, speaking of ghosts, we should listen to some ghost voices. I am so excited. How did you get ghost voices? It's time for EVPs or EV please. So how did I get ghost voices, you ask? Um, well, usually what I do is I just go to YouTube and I just like, you know, there's so many ghost voices out there. But how do you know if they're the real? The well, real how real. Do you know if any, how do I know if you're real? Well, sweetie, come and touch. <laughs> touch the skin, honey. Exactly. Well, usually what happens is, um, yeah, I go to YouTube. But for the first time in ghosted history, I am so excited to announce that somebody that listens to the show gave us their own EVPs. <gasps> what? I know. I'm so excited. This comes from Jenny. She put this in the Facebook group, and she has a bunch of them with a link uh, to a website. So if you check out the Facebook group, you'll see this post from Jenny and you can check out all the other ones. We'll just listen to a few of them. But she says, Evie, please. I grew up in a super haunted house. Our parents quickly became ghost believers and brought out a team to investigate. I've had a link to these old EVPs for years. I've always kept pretty quiet about the whole thing, but these babies are just too clear and creepy not to share. Oh, nervous. Um, Are you ready? I was born ready. Okay, let's hear him. Tell me what you think this ghost says. Is that it? Well, it's not like they're going to tell a, a whole monologue. They're not going to do some Shakespeare sonnets. Well, wow, what am I even listening to? I just heard... Well, but they said something. What do you think it was? Here, I'll play it again. Come out my... That's what I heard. Come help me? Maybe. I don't know. Well, here's some options. Okay. Was it A, untie me? Maybe they're getting to some, you know. Kinky things. You never know. B, I'm pregnant. (laughs) C, um, yes, bitch. You know when, like, like when I walk into the room and everyone goes, um, yes, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Well, not exactly, but okay, yeah. Or is it D? Hey, 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 put your letters up. Conscious <laughs> in the house. I hate you for that. Okay, let me hear it one more time. Okay. I just honestly hear come fuck me now. <laughs> I really do. That's literally what I hear. You come think you hear me. that all the time. <laughs> That's true. It's I'm pregnant. That's what she thinks? 
<gasps> you can hear I it. I did just hear it. You do can it again. 100% oh my God, do hear it. it. That's scary. How did she record this? Where was she? I want to know all the details now. I know. But also, this was in 2004, and it was, she. they wrote, um, this EVP, EVP was found on the second recorder, which was recording simultaneously uh, next to the other recorder. You'll hear the voice say, I'm pregnant. And this was all recorded at that house, and um, this is in um, Kansas, Leawood, Kansas. So scary, friend. I'm getting the chills over here. You see, I shouldn't have come on this podcast. Now I'm going to have a ghost experience. I'm over it now. Uh, I kind of want you to. No. You can come uh, back and tell it. No. uh, That's so mean. (laughs) Okay, let's listen to the second one. Okay. Okay, so you'll you'll first hear an investigator say, um, you you hear the male homeowner say, really? And then um, tell me what you think you hear. A whisper. It's kind of a whisper ghost. You hear that whisper? Not me, not me. Not me. Yeah, I think it says not me. Not me? Not me, not me. Well, here's a couple um, options. Okay. Is it A, Poppy? Poppy. Okay. Is it B, Hunty? No, these are silly now. Now you're just being gay. Is it C? (laughs) Now you're just being gay. (laughs) Is it Poppy? Shut up, I can't. Is it C? Puppy? Puppy? Puppy, okay. Or D? Ah, push it. Did you just say ah, push it? Ah, push it. Push it real good. I'm done with you. I don't think it's any of those. I think it's what I said. No, it's what I said. He says, Really? And then he goes, Not me. Not me. Now you're just being gay. Mm, I think it's clear. Well, they believe that it says, Puppy. Puppy. Why puppy? I don't know. Maybe there was a puppy there or something. I, I'll i be honest with you. I haven't had the time to read all of this stuff. I'm sure there's oh, a lot I of- I love it. when you bring things on your podcast that you mm-hmm. haven't adequately researched. How professional. <laughs> well, listen, I gave you four options and it's one of those real ones. I don't think it's any of those options. I think it's not me. Okay. Because well, that's the thing. with When you record an EVP, you know that you recorded something but you got to pull from thin air what it could have been. Right. Um so you know, it could have said any it could have it could be it could be many different things, who knows. Um but I'm going to take the time to read about all that whole investigation and stuff. Um well, I can't wait to hear about it on the next podcast. Yeah. Um Ganj, I think we're done here. Did we turn up and turn out? I think we did what we needed to do. <laughs> Wow, way well, to make I, me feel great over I here. Have I turned you into a a little bit more of a believer? Well, I think I think I think I just had a misunderstanding of your stance on ghosts. Yeah, I think you did too. I think like I said, it's not that I don't believe in them. I just don't invite them into my life. 
Yeah. So did you turn me into more of a believer? Um, I'm going to say no, my love. Yeah, you're such a believer. I'm a believer, but um, I really enjoy listening to your podcast. I love ghost stories. I love all things that are, you know, paranormal just because I think it is touching on the things that we can't explain. And I think that's what life's about. I think we try to find the black and white and explain everything. Um, And so I love the area of the gray. And again, you know, while I may not be inviting it into my life, I uh, support those such as yourself who believe in it and make it their work um, because I respect it. Oh, thank you. Yes. I think what you do is sinful and terrible. Well, it is, but it's so sickening, mama. (laughs) Would you, um, last final question. Final question. If being a ghost is real and it's a good thing and for some reason you die before me, would you come visit me? Well, I definitely fixed that makeup, Gorge. <gasps> oh, oh, See, that was a good time. Lagange is one of those people that's not necessarily a comedian, but one of the funniest people I've ever met. Everything that comes out of her mouth makes me laugh. So, uh, yeah, keep sending in those stories because I have, you know, all kinds of fun friends that could come in here and read them with me. And, of course, the way you can do that is by joining the Facebook group Ghosted by Roz Dresvelez. You can post them there. Or you could leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and in your review... You can send the ghost story there. And I I do, I apologize if I haven't read your story yet. There are so many that keep coming in and I love it. And, uh, you know, don't worry. Eventually I'll get to as many as I can. Uh, So, yeah. Thank you guys so much for sending them to me. And thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today. Um, Please follow me on Instagram at Roz Dresvelez. Like my Facebook page, Roz Dresvelez. And um, we also have a Facebook page for Ghosted by Roz Dresvelez as well. Please give us a five-star review and five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to the show and tell a couple of friends. You know, I love it when you guys post in your Insta stories about the show. If you just take a little screen grab that you're listening, you tag me in it, you say something nice about it, you tell your followers, oh, listen to this podcast, I love it. Uh, I'll, I'll repost it if you tag me. Sure, I'd love to. Um, We're here every Thursday, so I guess I'll see you next week. Thanks so much for listening. I love you all, both living and dead. But if I didn't ask you to haunt me, don't haunt me. Okay, bye! Star Avenue, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.